TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Here we go. Fourth down and three. Off the left hash mark. Van Dyke takes, looks, looks, throws, end zone, incomplete. No flag intended for Jacoby George. And now he throws a punch at Quincy uh, Wilson in the end zone. Quincy Riley. And now Louisville, instead of having the ball at the three, will have it out of, around the scoring. And that, my friends, will be that. Four downs for three yards, couldn't punch it in. Like conduct, number three, offense, 15-yard penalty. The ball will be first and ten for Louisville. That is number three's first unsportsmanlike of the game. Well, it's about his tenth of the year. This is it, Louisville, what separates them from the ACC championship game is five seconds and 50 yards. Van Dyke back in the pocket and lets it fly high and deep to the end zone. It is caught by Restrepo at the five and is brought down. And Louisville goes to the championship game. It was deflected in the air. Restrepo caught it and they tackled him at the five. Miami comes up five yards short. And Louisville wins 38 to 31. And the Cardinals go to the ACC championship game for the first time in school history, and they will play Florida State, and they win the Howard Schnellenberger Trophy. Restrepo caught the rebound, and Riley tackled him at the five-yard line. And that's why that penalty on Rashard Smith is so costly. So Louisville wins it at Hard Rock Stadium. Louisville 38, Miami 31. The block, the throw by Kevin, we talked in the first half about how we haven't called Ramsey's name because they haven't gone in that direction. Good time. Going deep, looking for Tucker. Intercepted. Another one for Ramsey. Another interception. That's a five-win team, and they took all four quarters to get knocked out. I'm so proud of this team um, because the way you guys approached it, the way the effort and the strain was, you guys played together, and... I mean, literally our sidelines are a beautiful thing during the game because there's just focus and next play. The mindset is real. One, two, three. Bam. Oh, I'm feeling it, Mike. I'm feeling it. Well, I'll tell you what. It was not easy, and winning in the NFL is not easy, no matter what. Play by far, set it before the game. They're playing their best team. Uh, that they had played at home so far, and they were going to be a little feisty, and they were. Um, put a lot of pressure on their defense, played field position with the best punter in football who just ripped it. 
I mean, my God, was he good. And uh, and a field goal kicker they trust. And then uh, you're just sitting there. By the way, just a crazy game, right? I mean, we, we say it all the time and all the different personalities of a football game. But uh, bottom line is the Dolphins get a 2013 win and now are 7-3, and 5-0 and at home. And that was another one of those games that you have to take care of, right? I mean, last week on the bye week, we talked about, oh, they got to win certain games, and certain teams lost at home that should have won games. And, you know, Buffalo has a bad loss. And and, and not, not yesterday, they beat the crap out of the Jets, but the game before on the bye week. So, anyway, we've uh, got a lot of stuff. The Jalen Ramsey show, if uh, you were wondering what he was going to look like. <laughs> Two unbelievable interceptions, including – the biggest play of uh, of the game at the end of the game, coming over and jumps over the top of everybody in the building and uh, comes down with the ball. Uh, just just great stuff. A lot of the great players played great yesterday. Uh, the story was the defense, and it was a damn good story. Second half shutout for a second straight game. Three takeaways. Um, Jalen Ramsey, his two interceptions. Jalen Phillips had a great game, a couple of sacks, and the interception, Bradley Chubb, was uh, everywhere. Cater Kohu had a really good game. And then the guy that uh, makes a play. I don't know how many people caught this, and I don't know if TV, because I can't hear the TV stuff. That 300-pound Christian Wilkins running down the field to make a tackle on Renfro after he broke, made us jumped over a guy, stayed on his feet, cut back in, and he's going for a big play and gets caught from behind just by effort of all the cuts and breaks. Christian Wilkins ran from his defensive tackle position, never stopped. Like, he knew something was going to happen, tackles him from behind. Uh, Ends up being a huge, huge play in the game. So, uh, a lot of really good stuff. A lot of great stuff on both sides. Um, We'll we'll get into all of it. Mario Cristobal is going to join us. We'll talk about another close loss. And, and. This is what happens, and I get it. And uh, you know, and Woody's giving me all the social media stuff and what everybody's saying, and I get it, man. When you lose a bunch of close games that you have a chance to win, and in the case of the Hurricanes, it's been almost every game they've they've had chances to win it. And you look at things that happen, and so obviously people get upset that you used the timeout to make sure you got the right play to give yourself a chance to score down on the on the goal line, and and uh, but now you're going, okay, that didn't work. It would have been nice to have that tie. I, I, listen, I get it. I get if if people are, are hung up on that and and this just becomes a bigger issue, like the penalties also, stupid penalties of not having vision that we can still get it back one more time and why are we giving them better field position because of stupid penalties, and they were both stupid penalties. Uh, everybody's been frustrated in a game, man. Everybody's been frustrated, and everybody has had a chance to make a play or or not, and frustrated that you know. And somebody yaps to you, but you can't you can't punch them. Can't hit them in the face, no matter what they say to you, no matter what they say about your team, and um, you just you got to be smarter than that, man. You got to have discipline. You just do. There, there's plenty of time you can go and play with your buddies, and if you get mad, you can punch them if you want when you're out there hanging out in the off season. But man, when it counts, you just can't make those plays. Josie just talking about uh, 
the two plays at the end of the game, which would have given you, you know, better field position both ways. So uh, a lot of frustration there. So Mario Cristobal will, will join us coming up here in about 10 minutes from now. And uh, we'll, we'll get into all that stuff <clears throat> from uh, from Saturday and Sunday at Hard Rock Stadium. So, hey, it's a short week, man. It's Thanksgiving week. I'm thankful. I'm thankful that we can play like that and still win, man. That That is uh, – wasn't pretty. Dolphins turned it over three times themselves. And uh, the defense said, we're healthy. We we got this system. We'll, we'll get it. Your, your, t- your turnovers in bad field position twice, we'll, uh, we'll make them kick field goals. We'll be fine. They're going to kick field goals. We're going to let them kick field goals all day if they have to. You guys just do enough to uh, to get, get enough points to win this, and we'll take care of it. And uh, they had to pitch a shutout in the second half to win. <clears throat> and they were able to do it. 14-13 game at the half, and, and nothing was easy for the Dolphins. And it was crazy because they end up with a lot of yards. You just look at yards. But uh, they got stopped on a fourth and one at the three, and you turn it over three times. It's uh, it's tough. It's uh, makes it makes it difficult. And uh, they they've got some good players. Obviously, they had a 500 record going into the game yesterday and uh, everything else. So, uh, National Football League last night got home chance to uh, and got home in time to watch the second half of the uh, Jets and the Bills game and the Jets uh, offense is really that bad. It's it's really really bad. It is awful on third down. 0 for 11 and on pace for like the worst third down percentages in the history of the NFL. I'm I'm not exaggerating on that. 155 yards, and Zach Wilson is just getting crushed. I mean, it was so bad they benched him yesterday. 7 of 15 for 81 yards, and Tim Boyle came in, and now the coach goes, I haven't decided on uh, this Friday against the Miami Dolphins yet. So I know. I know what I'm thinking. You're probably thinking the same thing to get there, as good as that defense is. For the Jets, they got – part of them got chewed up a little bit yesterday too, and – and I get it. Those guys got to be frustrated. There's got to be a little tension between offensive coaches, defensive coaches, offensive players, and defensive players, no matter what anybody says, because now it starts to affect the defense that the offense can't do things. So guys start taking chances on defense. I- I've seen this show, man. I've seen this show and this frustration and so, dude, we got to play better. Play better. It doesn't matter. They can't score anyway. Our offense can't score. Why are we having this conversation? So, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's your opponent. Uh, two of the next, what, three or four games coming up. You've got the uh, Jets twice uh, during this time, and including uh, Black Friday coming up this week. Anyway, we've got Mario Cristobal going to join us. We'll get into uh, to coach. One more game left. Boston College coming up here in just a few days as well. And uh, we'll get into every part of it. There, there was there was some great stuff. I mean, if you're just looking, some great individual performances by some guys on offense. Uh, it was just a weird game. Could, struggled to get a pass rush. Uh, just the things we've been bragging about, and it flipped around. And the offense actually, Tyler played a nice, clean game. We'll we'll get into some of that stuff as well. But learning how to win again, man. Learning how to win in Coral Gables, that's the new book out. Learning how to win in close ball games. Anyway, we'll have all that stuff. Mario Cristobal will join us next. Stay with us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right, thanks, Woody. And we go right to the head coach for the Miami Hurricanes, Mario Cristobal. 38-31 loss to Louisville. And uh, like a lot of other games, right there at the end, down on the down to the goal line. And, and then even after that, another chance. So uh, I'm sure a lot of frustration. Coach, thanks for being with us. How are you doing this morning? Appreciate you having me, Joe. Working, brother. Hey, uh, so so a lot of lot of things to get to. Um, first of all, the first and goal down to Louisville, uh, four yard line, and and you can't score. And uh, as you look at that, tell me what you guys are seeing at that point, especially when you call the timeout. Of what's the best way to attack? Well, the best way to attack, we've moved the ball effectively. We'd had a good plan all day, um, you know, and we were rolling. We were doing a good job. Um, getting points, getting yards, moving the sticks. And when it came down to fourth down, they jumped into something we didn't feel comfortable about and just felt better about using a timeout there and getting in a good play on fourth and three. Yeah, uh, Just very simple, simple ball. So, And then I still have a chance to get it back, albeit two very um, um, selfish penalties that are unacceptable uh, end up being 30 yards, 30 yards of real estate that you surely want on your side at the end. But... Um, that's how it played out. Statistically, the game was very even. Um, offensively, both sides had a really good day, and we get in, we couldn't get it in there at the end to tie the football game. So it was a difference. Coach, uh, just the Jacoby George and Brashard Smith penalties, which, as you just said, ended up you know with the that you could have used the difference in the yardage of where the ball should have been on both. Uh, I'm just curious, what do you do? I get the frustration that somebody says something to you, but obviously. You just can't do that, especially, you know, yards are so important at the end as that game tightens up. Um, what do you do? What can you say to those guys? Do you talk to them individually? Because they're both really good players. I don't want to lose either one of them because they've made a lot of big plays this year. A lot of progress with both. It's unacceptable. Uh, it's being handled, and it's being handled uh, the right way, uh, aggressively, teaching-wise, and a bunch of other stuff, but certainly in-house. 
Let me uh, let me ask you. Going back to the collision, man to man out there. Um, you guys are great shape. Obviously, got the game tied back up, and Davis and Couch collide. It happens from time to time, and both guys focused on getting to their guy and don't see each other. Anything, anything you can teach so that type of thing doesn't happen. Tighter coverage, uh, more communication. Obviously, your focus and and want to cover a guy if you're in man to man. What can you do better? Yeah, they're busting their butts on the play, right? It's swing, slant, and under, and drive, whatever you want to call it, and just got to be able to play it off and avoid each other. Certainly, they're not. Um, they're trying to avoid what happens, but it happens, and yeah. um, you know, unfortunately, got to live with the results. So, uh, so coach, in so many close games, so many when you when you go back at the end, I think all of Kane's fans have done that, going, "Oh my gosh, we had a chance at that." Oh, we, and it's not like some long shot. You guys have been right there for different reasons, have just come up short. Um, how do you learn how to win those games? How do you learn yeah. in tight games with the Louisville and and the Florida State, who, by the way, are playing an ACC championship game, the two teams you, you had a chance to tie late in the game? You, know, you go right to reality, right to the film. You know, uh, the reality of it is, yeah, we've progressed a bunch. Our systems are producing top 25 offenses and defense. We're moving the ball now better this last game. Defensively, we've been good all year. And then because we're playing against good teams, because we've, yeah, we've closed the cap and there's parity, you don't have any place to waste. The value of each play is critically important. And if you miss on those plays, if you self-inflict a wound on those plays, pretty good chance you're going to pay the price. Dissect those plays. Get right to it. Why? Why are we not getting it done on this particular play? How can we teach it better? How can we provide clarity? Own it as a team. Work on it as a team and move forward. Yeah. I uh, want to ask you about Tyler. Nice bounce back. A nice clean game. Especially got off to a really good start. What were your thoughts on his 24 for 39, 327 yards a touchdown and more importantly, zero turnovers? Yeah, he did a great job all game. I think started it the right way, too, where things were covered up, put a foot in the ground, ran up the field, gained eight yards, set the tone with that. Was great in the pocket all day, got us in the right place. Just uh, played a really, really good football game. Coach, you had almost 500 yards offense, I, I, and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking if somebody would have told me that and I just got back in town, I was going to like, I feel pretty good about being able to to win that game. So that gets going, and – and, uh, and then on top of that, you had some great performances. Has Mark Fletcher, coach, kind of turned into the number one guy? I know you're still rotating some other guys, but the big horse, man, the big young horse, 17 for 126. Yeah, he's certainly solidifying that spot. He runs hard, runs tough, awesome in protection, great human being off the field, hard worker, exactly what you want, you know. Um, he's been great. He's been awesome. Uh let me ask you, uh, going to the defensive side of the ball, you had some guys out. Let's we'll start with that. You had some really good guys out on the on the D line. So the pass rush, uh, I've gotten a little spoiled with uh, with the pass rush there. At times struggling. Um, that offensive line obviously is really good. So Louisville's doing something right to only lose one game all year. What were your thoughts on the pass rush? Well, I think exactly what you said. We had been really good about getting to the quarterback, uh, and, and we didn't this game. They blocked this well um, from a play design standpoint. They had some really good stuff. It became a back-and-forth game. You know, if you look at yeah. the entire game statistically from third down to yards to, I mean, red zone opportunities is the one difference where at the end we get to the four and we couldn't get in. That's the absolute difference in the game. Everything else was really comparable. We protect the quarterback well minus – 
the one sack was was really a bust. You know, we thought it was you know a screen and, and said it was an actual you know something off of that. But um, the pass rush is you know hey we got to coach it, we got to teach it better. Like you said, we've been spoiled, we've been good at it. But if you don't affect a quarterback that's that good um, with that type of offense. So you're going to end up in the type of game we ended up in. Did they surprise you with uh, their use of the tight ends on those little flat routes? They weren't 30 or 40 yards down the field, but just off of uh, play action and bootleg getting outside open. Not really. I mean, we prepared for it. You know, uh, some of them are delays. Some of them are the mesh routes. Some of them the, the old school hide route, you know, play action, drag late across the field. We just, um, you know, we lost them a couple times in coverage. Um, and the one play down at the goal line was obviously the one that got us where they shifted over. And the one tight end was an upside tackle, you know, we're in 97. Uh, that was the one that was a little bit trickier on the eyes, more difficult to dissect and, and be able to cover up. But aside from that, you know, we, we felt we had a pretty good feel for them. They just did a really good job executing. Got to give them credit. What's the biggest thing? Um, you think this team needs to work on when the, when we get past this last game at Boston College? Would you like to see when you look at obviously winning more games, but just uh, overall for your football team needs to improve? Well, I think the best thing this team and the organization has improved on is the ability to play hard and all the way to the end. That's number one because that's a DNA thing, and that's always the hardest thing to fix in a program. Second part is now we're taking and dragging every game to the fourth quarter. We have finished some. And some of them we did not finish. That final piece has to come, and that's another big step for our program. But there's a lot of progress towards getting to that spot. There's a lot of progress that is getting us close in these football games. And the final part is being able to call it, execute it, uh, design it, coach it up during the week in practice so that you do get back this half dozen or dozen plays in a game that can tilt it in your favor. Yeah, that's it, it's interesting. Uh, people always ask me about the recruiting during this time. What's it What's it been like so far for you, Coach? I think people know the obvious. Miami hasn't recruited at this level in a long time, and they're seeing the progress of our football team. They're seeing all these young guys playing and making an impact. They're seeing guys that have been here develop, and they're seeing that, holy, you know what, This is these games are coming down to the final plays of the game, one possession, one play. So everything we've said from the beginning – has been spot on, honest, and true. We're going to keep building. We're going to keep bringing in the right guys. We're going to get better, and we're going to progress. We're not going to accept losing. We're not going to lean on that as an excuse. But they see the exact thing that we've laid out for them, and they want to be a part of it. So we feel very good about recruiting. Yeah. It's, uh, Coach, it's, uh, it's been uh, in every one of these games. You know, everybody's kind of wondering what uh, – and, and having these chances, which is, is good and bad. The frustration at the end when you, when you don't pull them out. But – at the same time, being in the game and seeing some great performances. And uh, as you said, this uh, this roster, I keep telling everybody, this roster has nothing in common with last year's roster when you first got here. And it uh, it has gotten, uh, gotten a lot better So uh, from that standpoint. Coach, thank you. Uh, Boston College, last game, shorter week. Uh, does the program this week, does the practice change at all? Well, you're one day shorter. You know, you try to, to do whatever you can to still get all your reps without beating up your football team. So we get physical when we have to. Um, when we, you know, some of the other parts of practice are the same. And then there's maybe a couple of periods where you try to alleviate some of the banging. But overall, it's very similar with the short week has been a, a model that we've used forever. and We've had a lot of success with it. 
And then we just got to push and get over the top. It's always been a physical game up there. It's always been a challenging game up there. We've laid it out very clearly. They're coming to get downhill in the run game. They're coming to get physical. And uh, we've got to be at our best to make sure that we play our best. Thank you, Mario. Appreciate you coming on this morning. Appreciate you, Joe. Thank you. Okay, Mario Cristobal joining us here on uh, Sports Radio 560 as uh, meet with the coach, uh, talk to him every week. We've got a lot of stuff to get to here this morning. Hey, listen, man, it's those tight ball games are they're frustrating. It's they've had so many chances. It's it's frustrating, and uh, but the roster does look a lot better, especially with those young guys playing and uh, and development of some guys that have been on this team. All right, we've uh, got a lot more stuff to to get to here this morning as uh, as we continue on. Dolphins get a 2013 win. Wasn't pretty, but I'm not complaining today, man. Been around here for a long time. We would have played like that. We would have had a loss, and it would have been dark clouds everywhere. And yet, they still find a way and make enough plays to win the game defensively. One more stop. One more stop. One more stop. Able to do it. We'll uh, talk more about that. Omar Kelly will uh, join us a little bit later on in the show as well. We've got... A lot of stuff to get to here. And we got a short week, man. Short week to get a lot in here before you guys start eating and taking some time off. We'll uh, we'll take a quick break. But before we do, I want to take a, a minute this morning during the holiday season, kind of kicking off now, to tell you about your South Florida Chevy dealers. Yeah, the holiday season, if you're looking for a new lease, something brand new or something that has low mileage, better known as used, in really good shape. You got to stop by your South Florida Chevy dealers. We got some of the best products we've ever had in the history of the Chevrolet. I can start with the SUV family. What makes you such a know it all about Chevy? Well, you know, I own a Tahoe and I own a Trailblazer. And we like them. Man, we like them. And I'll tell you why. I love the space of my Tahoe. I like the look, obviously. It's nice and comfortable, but I do like all that extra space. And. Uh, I'm not giving up space as I get older for a big, heavy guy, man. I want to make sure I'm comfortable. Suburbans and Tahoes look great. Got a new look. Added more space. That midsize SUV, that Traverse, so much fun to drive. So roomy for a midsize SUV. And then you're looking for style and substance and our award-winning Equinox. Well, the Blazer and the Trailblazer right there with them. So much for you. And then on top of that, our number one selling Silverado trucks. We got every kind of Silverado truck. That's absolutely perfect for your lifestyle and the color and the style you're looking for. We got them, and we got plenty of them. All you got to do is stop by, man. Take a test drive during the holiday season. I just say this. If you haven't been to Chevy for a while and it was never on your list, maybe you should put it during the holiday season and go over there. We got convenient locations all over South Florida. There's a Chevy close to you. Take a test drive or two. You're going to be blown away with how good and how nice their products are right now at your South Florida Chevy dealer. I have, um, you know, a standard for myself, just like everyone in here has a standard for themselves with how they go about doing their job. And I take pride in doing my job. And for me, if I'm not doing my job to the best of my abilities and to be the best in the league doing it, you know, I, I shouldn't be, be out there, um, you know, doing it. And I'm sure each and every one of you here uh, would feel the same within your profession. And so it's it's not me being super hard or me not extending grace to myself. It's just understanding, like, you know you can do better. And it's to a place where I'm not beating myself up 
as much as I probably would have my rookie year or my second year, you know, just just because of the people that I've I've had to help me through that. So that that that's what I would say. I I understand the state of the union, and I'm I'm not blind to to the mistakes that I've made. But it's not more so that I'm hard on myself. Um, it's more so I know my expectation and the standard of what I can do, and it can be better. And uh, I want it to be better. Uh, and and that's what it really is. It's being real with yourself. All right, that was Tua Tungavailoa, obviously. A much more confident cat, man, these days. There's no question about it. And, uh, again, quietly just goes 28 of 39, 325 yards. And um, had a, two turnovers, had a fumble, running for a first down, did everything right. He just didn't hold on to the ball early in the game and then uh, threw one interception with it, a couple of touchdown passes. And uh, at the end of the day, overall, it's a pretty good game. Threw a couple into coverage uh, a little bit and got away with it, but also made some really nice throws and ends up – I mean, did you ever think we'd come in and go, eh, 28 of 39, 325 yards, a couple of touchdowns, and – and Tyreek, of course, is on a record pace right now. Ten more catches, 146 yards, and uh touchdown once again. Guys had an angle on him on the first touchdown, and he outruns everybody. It uh, just happens over and over again. It's just what safety and, and corner and defensive back is it going to be this time? But runs away and uh, ends up now has 79 catches for 1,222 yards a pace that uh, the league has not seen in 60-something years so far. There was uh, some bad news coming out. Devon Achan uh, was hurt again and limped off, and, boy, I saw that right away, and I was like, oh. I mean, it was right off the bat, like first carry stuff, and ended up uh, jogging back and and didn't come back. So um, hopefully, hopefully they get him back at some point. Raheem Mostert did a lot of heavy carrying yesterday and 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 took some shots. He he delivered a few shots, but he also um I don't want Raheem Mostert carrying a ball like the rest of the year 20 22 times a game, but uh like he had another really really solid game for uh for the Dolphins. So we uh we should probably talk about the defense. So I said this and I know I, I know I'm I'm late, and they're going to move up again in the defensive rankings from last week. Uh, but the defense, now that they have everybody, uh, and if you watch yesterday, you notice that Vic doesn't blitz a lot. He likes to get into coverage and zone, and and uh, and go that way, and and likes to get a four man, sometimes maybe five. Uh, pass rushers to get in there, but uh, ended up getting three takeaways in that game, three interceptions off the rookie quarterback with uh, with the pressure they put on him. And I think everybody is starting to see what Jalen Ramsey, two incredible, two of the best plays. It's hard to imagine. I'm guessing you'll see the interceptions a lot today on national TV. But it's when you make them, right? It's when – and how he ran some routes uh, for the for the receivers, a couple. He had to be on one of their receivers four or five yards out in front. They're running a takeoff for some reason, running a takeoff against Jalen Ramsey. 
and he was four yards ahead of the guy. He almost caught the ball. He was so far past the wide receiver running the route, which, you know, you don't see, but the interception at the end of the game is just all-world play. All-world. Three interceptions now in the short period of time that he's been with the Dolphins. What is that, his third game now? Am I right? Second or third game? I guess third game that he's played in, but uh, incredible. And, you know, that's kind of the – kind of when you put the game together yesterday, you said, hey, Vic's got everybody back, man. All right? The, these are the guys. Uh, Jalen Ramsey was kind of lo- the last piece you threw in there on the trade. And uh, so we patched that up on that side and not only patched it up. I mean, you you went out and got one of the big horses. And so you got those guys. And those guys all showed up. All those guys, Jalen Ramsey, Christian Wilkins, without throwing numbers at you, uh, just had unbelievable. And, and a lot of them are just effort plays. Bradley Chubb, another one that's not going to show up on the stat sheet, but Relentless on his pass rushing. Cater, Kohu, had some huge, huge plays yesterday. Uh, Jalen Phillips ended up with two sacks and, and an interception. Of course, one of those plays set up by Christian Wilkins getting ready to get the sack before he threw it up wildly like a rookie. So the run defense was fantastic. 16 for 36, a 2.3 average. You can just go on and on. A, a, a shutout in the second half. Of a second game since everybody's been back together. So, uh, two second half shutouts. They, they've just been, you're kind of wondering, all right, this is going to be fun. And, you know, Van Ginkle's mixing in there in a lot of different packages uh, that they're running. But you see what this thing kind of looks like. Raquan Davis made a few plays yesterday. It is, it, everybody's jumping in on the fun now. And Vic's got a good feel for what these guys can do. I'm I'm really curious to see how they play again this week with the struggles that the Jets have had on their offensive line, and they are killing. Woody, I didn't think it could go to a different level. I read the Zach Wilson stuff from last night. He is getting crushed. 7 of 15 for 81 yards. Um. He got they got sacked. He and Tim I Boyle think the problem, six sacks. Though, Joe, he's turned himself into a very easy target, right? It's not all his. As clearly, if you watch the game, it's not all his fault. I mean, he's getting knocked around back. He's got nowhere to go with the ball, and he's trying to get it out to those receivers who aren't open. But he's just turned himself, and it's it's kind of sad. He's turned himself into a very easy dog piling target, right? Well, they call him the second time bust. He was a bust when he yeah. first started playing. Now, now he's getting a chance again to be the starter after. But you knew how this was going to go, right? I mean, I don't think anyone realistically expected him to come in there and tear it up. But you know, look, man, I don't know that. I, I told you this last week. I don't know how much better it'd be with Aaron Rodgers. Well, it's not Aaron Rodgers right now. It's Tim Boyle. They oh, got to make a decision <laughs> between Zach, Zach um, Wilson and Tim Boyle to decide who's going to play Friday against the Dolphins. Hey, did you see Flacco got signed? Big Joe Flacco did yeah. get signed. He did. Boy, they're really reaching deep into the well here, man. That's when Joe Flacco's getting signed. That's that's a bad. That's bad for the NFL. Didn't Carson Wentz get signed last week yeah, or two weeks ago? Yeah. I mean, everybody like, hey, I'm still I don't know who's playing, left, bro. We're gonna start pulling guys out of the broadcast booth at this I point, right? I think he's already said no. Matt Ryan's next. Up. Matt Ryan like, said no. Tony Matt Ryan Rowe might be next. Up. We're running out of out of bodies here, Joe. 
And, and, and you realize this that we are like literally running out of quarterback bodies. And Geno Smith, by the way, yesterday I couldn't believe he came back into that game. That that he was comes back. He's sitting on the sideline. He's got a huge like a wrap on his elbow. They are. He warms up and then he leads his damn team on a winning drive. Yeah. Bomb kicker missed the field goal, but well, that's a long field goal. Wow, he still should have made it. Anyway, so so Joe Burrow now joins Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson and Deshaun Watson as the out for the season. And we'll find out today if if anybody else is joining the I'm done for the season group. Uh, so, anyway, it's interesting. By the way, great story. Denver, by the way, that terrible Denver team is back to 5-5. Five and five. How How is that possible? They, they, they're feisty, man. They play well on, on defense, and Russell Wilson seems to be I know nobody wants to say it, but that coach may be oh, whatever. a little – well, you're not going to give him some credit. Yeah, for, he's fine. Kept that thing together, and they are five and five. Russell Wilson's actually numbers. If you just look at his numbers and and not all the work, I mean he's having he's having a hell of a season. He might throw close to thirty touchdowns and what's got four picks. Yeah, well, Russell Wilson might be one of the best last remaining quarterbacks left, Joe. I mean, you're literally talking about guys that you know, teams that are on their third, you know, division two guys are playing around the league. Like it's gotten so bad and. I feel like every year we have the conversation of the injured reserve is getting crazy, right? Like for every different team. I can't ever remember a year where it's been this many quarterbacks. Yeah, no, the quarterbacks have been nailed. Ten rookies have started a game now in the league, and we saw one of them yesterday. Uh, I don't know what you do, man. That's why I'm on this thing. Even if they tell you you're not a first-round quarterback, you want to come into the league. If you're, unless you're real serious about sitting back and, and – paying or playing for whatever they're going to pay you at your university, why would you not come out knowing that even if you don't start right away, that you could be a backup and and probably play? I I just think besides the guys that are starting a quarterback, what what do we have? One in Carolina and originally the, the original group that are still playing and healthy enough to play. Then you got 10 more guys. You got 12, 13 guys on the rookie class of quarterbacks playing. So you don't have to be a number. That should be the new thing for the NFL. You don't have to be a first-round pick to play in the NFL for the quarterbacks because uh, it has been amazing. By the way, Brock Purdy went perfect yesterday. He was real Purdy yesterday, 158.3, three touchdowns, 333 yards, 21 of 25. What the heck happened to Tampa Bay, man? Just, Boy, they are week to week on Brock Purdy, aren't they? They go one week he's uh, he's a fluke, well, he's back to week, he's back. And, he got all his guys back, and and he's looking uh, he's looking real good again. Yeah, that one fifty eight point three that pops up a couple times a year, and there's one of them right there that looked really really good. I got to tell you that Joe Burrow thing, man. I know you brought him up. That is a very strange situation. You know, people are. I know you. You know, the lawsuits are starting to pop up. People are threatening. You know, we need to know these guys are injured and this and that. And so you got that aspect of it. The other thing is, was he actually hurt? And they rolled him out there. It made well, it worse. Like I don't know that, what that that so deal is. The he's team got the thing on the wrist clearly, right? Well, the team has come out and tried to say no, he was healthy, and yeah. like, why is he wearing that not, thing? Not a good look. Not a good look when you drop a bunch of money on Cincinnati and find out, hey, 
already dropped all this money. What's that on his getting off the bus, going to the game? What the hell does he have? Terrible look. And this I mean, is the problem. though, Joe, is the guy actually hurt? You threw him out there, he made it worse, and now he's out for the season? Did you blow your season by playing a hurt quarterback? I don't know. He's pretty – I don't know about that. I don't know. Now you're going – now you went conspiracy. Now you just did the whole I had thing. To take it to the next You level. did. You just took it to a whole new well, level. It's an unusual injury. I mean, it's, you know – Said he felt a pop in his wrist. All right, and you're wearing a wrist brace as you walk up to the game. It's like you know, you, you understand connect, though the connect pe- the dots on. That. I have learned doing radio the people that complain the most of when these somebody doesn't cover a spread or something, the, and, and you scream the loudest are usually people that have action. Right, the action so close to hitting a, you know, a parlay and and something screws you up and you're just. We know who's screaming the loudest about it. Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports. He bet a million dollars on them to win the Super Bowl. Mm. <laughs> Must be nice to have that kind of money to, yeah, to spend that. That would get everybody's attention. All right. We uh, we do have a lot of stuff. But, hey, if you're a Dolphin fan, I don't want to hear anything negative today. There's been years where that would have been a loss and people are going to same old team. That's not the same old team right there. And by the way, I told you this defense was going to have a chance to be as good as this offense at some point. They're all healthy. I'm not saying they're better overall. Number one is number one. Dolphins offense is that. But that defense, fully healthy, looks a whole lot different. And we'll find out as they jump into the last uh, batch of these games. But, uh, man, lines up nicely here if uh, they can stay healthy. And so far, so good, except for Devon Achan, and hopefully Robert Hunt will be back here in the next few days. We'll take a, a quick break, but before we do, all right, take some. I, I didn't realize how many people coming up to me about Atlantic Men's Clinic yesterday. I was I was blown away. I I had a guy come up first. We were talking about the Dolphins at the game. The next thing you know, he's asking me how my if my energy level is really. What I said it was, and, and how long does it take to get rid of low T where you start feeling better? So I actually took him aside because his wife was standing away from him a little bit, and I said, Here, here's the deal. It was before the game. I said, hey, man, I hear you talking. And I guess he thought it was kind of a joke. I said, no, I'm pretty serious about Atlantic Men's Clinic. Yeah, I had low T, and I feel a lot better. I'm working out longer again, and I am really enjoying the late 60s, man. And uh, you will too. And if you've been dragging your energies down, you find yourself gaining weight, not sleeping well, sex drive is all but gone. It's all verbal now because nothing else is happening. Maybe it's time you go to Atlantic Men's Clinic and let them uh, take care of it for you. Your initial visit includes medical consultation, a teen, a PSA test, Mention my name, Joe Rose, that I sent you, and your initial consultation is free. Within a few weeks after you meet with them, and and the most important one is the first one because you want to tell them how you're feeling, what's going on, you know, and most men wait a year or longer, and there's no need to wait. Once you start to notice you are dragging and you're trying to get more sleep, you're not sleeping well, all those other things, Atlantic Men's Clinic will find out what it is, and they'll help you. Within a few weeks, you will notice a big, big difference. Six locations in South Florida to serve you. Call them today, 877-455-7300, or visit AtlanticMensClinic.com where you can get more information. Hey, tell them Joe Rose sent you to Atlantic Men's Clinic. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.